For there is no other name under heaven given to men whereby we must be saved. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. When I came here back in October, I preached a sermon about a little girl named Anna Maria who lived in Czechoslovakia in the 1930s. And she had a special guest who visited her home, whom she did not recognize. And that visitor turned out to be our Lord. And she never forgot her infidelity that day. But that was not the only time in Anna Maria's life when something extraordinary would happen to her. She was a very remarkable young girl, one who was very courageous, very strong in her faith, but also very strong in her own will. And just as she wanted to do what she wanted to do that evening, so too later when the Nazis would invade her little village, she resisted them with the same tenacity of spirit. So much so that even when they started lining up the villagers and executing them in front of the church, she stood in that lineup. She was a little, a little bit older by now, probably in her teen years, 16, 17 perhaps. And there were 75 villagers in the lineup that day. The Nazis had already executed 50 the previous day and 25 the previous day before that. And they posed this question that they would either deny their faith and accept the Nazi regime or they would be executed. And to a man, not one of them gave in. And Anna Maria was very proud to stand in that lineup of martyrs. And the Nazis cried out, give up your faith. And the villagers responded by singing out, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, for you are king alone. And the Nazi soldiers fired their weapons. and they all went down in a heap. And Anna Maria too went down. She was struck in the head. But she immediately awoke as soon as she hit the ground and she saw cobblestones and she realized that she had not died. And she was bleeding from her head. And she stood up and she says, I was so angry Never in my life had I been so angry. And I screamed at the soldiers, you fools. You want to take over the world, you can't even shoot straight. And the soldiers were very startled at this display of audacity and they asked their captain, shall we reload? And the captain said, no, let her go. And so she did not become a martyr that day. And she was angry that she had been denied that privilege. That is the kind of strength of will that this young girl, this young woman had, and the depth of her faith. 
But even the strength of this little girl would one day be tested and she would reach her limit. She was captured and sent to a concentration camp where she was tortured and humiliated. They trained her as a field nurse and a few years later they sent her to the front lines where Germany was fighting a losing battle against Russia. And her job was to tend to the German soldiers who were wounded in battle. It was a humiliating job because she was despised by both sides, both the Germans and the Russians. She was a Czech, she was nothing. She was less than the animals. And yet she had to treat these German soldiers. And she says that one day they had been going at the operating table for 76 hours with no sleep and no food and no medical supplies. She would amputate arms and legs without any anesthetic. She would listen to the screams of the dying and she would hold these young German men in her arms as they gasped their last breath and she had nothing to give them to deaden the pain. And meanwhile, they were under heavy artillery fire from the Russians, shells were exploding all over the tent. There was constant noise, constant screaming, constant confusion, and she thought this must be what hell is like. And after 76 hours at the operating table, her nerves finally snapped. And she could not bear it one more minute. And she ran out of the tent and she crawled along the earth. It was barren. There were no trees. They had all been destroyed. There was nothing but bloody splinters. She says there was not one inch of ground, not one patch of dirt that had not taken and drunk deep of the blood of men. And in the dark of that night, with shells bursting all around, she climbed into a foxhole and she prayed out to God, have mercy on me, O God, and let me die. She prayed for death. And out of that darkness of that night, she heard a voice within her say, I am with you always. I never leave you. She says, but I can't see you, Lord. Please, have mercy and let me die. And then she heard a cry. Help me. 
Someone help me. But Anna Maria would not go. And she said, how can I help anyone, Lord? I can't even help myself. I'm not going. Not one more step. And again she heard the voice, not by your strength, but by my grace. And the cry came again, help me. Someone, please help me. And she recognized that it was the voice of a Russian soldier, the enemy. And she said, oh no, I'm not going to help him. He tried to kill me. He's the reason why I'm sitting here wishing to die. And the voice came again, who is your enemy? He is your other self. He is a child of God. And a great peace came into Anna Maria's heart. She said, okay, Lord. I will go. And she crawled to where the voice had cried out, which was not very far, just a few meters from where she had been crouching. And she came upon the soldier, and the first thing she noticed was that she was surprised he was even alive. The whole bottom half of him was missing, and all of his insides were spilled out. And she went up to him. She took some sulfur. She started to tuck things back into place and treat him as best she could, but she knew that there was no hope for him. He was going to die. And as she treated him, he began to push her hands away, and he said, no, no, I am going to die. She said, well, then what can I do for you? And every breath that he spoke was in his last agony and took every effort that he could to speak. And he, he said, do you have beads? She, she said, beads? What is he talking about? He's delirious. He said, do you have beads? With the man and the cross. I do not remember his name. But when I was a boy, my grandmother, my babushka, she would have me at her knee, and she would have beads. 
with the man who I do not know. And Anna Maria realized that he was talking about the rosary. And she had carried a rosary with her around her neck, always since she was a little girl. It had been given to her by her father at her first communion. And it was the one thing that the Nazis had not taken from her. They had taken everything else. But it was as if they had not seen this rosary, which was around her neck. It was very visible. She made no effort to hide it. But somehow, they had not noticed it. And so she drew the rosary out from around her neck. And a radiance came over the face of this Russian soldier. And he said, yes, the man. What is his name? And she said, his name is Jesus. And she put the rosary in his hand. And she prayed with him in Our Father and an act of contrition. And she baptized him with some water mingled with his blood from the foxhole. And he died in her arms. Calling out for Jesus to come and receive his soul. And she buried him there with the rosary still in his hand. And she thought to herself, my God, what have I done? In my selfishness and in my pride, I almost cost this man his salvation. Our Lord oftentimes calls all of us to do things that we feel are impossible and unreasonable and demand more sacrifice than we are willing to give. Each of us has our breaking point, 
And God will oftentimes bring us to that point so that in the depths of our misery and in the depth of our own human weakness, we might finally call out to him and truly submit ourselves to his will. Although we come to church on Sundays and we pray daily, the Our Father, thy will be done, so often we fail to truly live out this admonishment. And some hardship comes along that we think is too great to suffer, that God surely would never ask this sacrifice of me. This is too painful, Lord. I cannot bear it. I cannot bear the humiliation of losing my job, losing my marriage, losing my children, losing my parents, losing my health, losing my life. I will go no further. I have done enough. I have suffered enough. I won't go one more step. I will not make one more sacrifice. I've had it. I'm done. But like Anna Maria in that foxhole, these are simply the words of selfishness and despair. They are not the words of one who truly has faith in the providence of God, who truly has faith that Jesus is their Savior. The very name Jesus means in Hebrew, the one who saves. He is your savior of all your problems and difficulties in life. And he does not lead you anywhere that he is not going to deliver you if you are willing to suffer that which he gives you to suffer so that a greater good might come of it. Even though all hope may seem lost, our hope is not in the things of this world. Our hope is in our Savior, 
Jesus Christ, who can deliver a young girl from the Russian battlefields, who can save the soul of a Russian atheist, communist, who couldn't even remember the name of Jesus. If he can save that man's soul, he can save you. And he will. He will deliver you from all of your affliction, but not necessarily in the way that you would prefer. And this was the mistake that Anna Maria made. She wanted to be delivered from her suffering and her affliction, but on her terms. She had given up. She had lost hope. She had lost faith. And she simply wanted an end to the pain. And that is at the root of most people's despair and lack of confidence in God. They simply want the pain to end. I want out of my marriage. I want out of my pointless job. I want out of this sickness or debilitating disease. I want out of life itself. I simply want the pain to end. I will not suffer. But what is the fruit of suffering? It is salvation. And our Lord has shown us that in his passion and death on the cross. There is no suffering which is pointless. There is no pain which will not deliver a soul from hell and deliver a saint into the kingdom of heaven. If you only have the courage and the faith to embrace the trials of this life, you will see your salvation. But it is hard, and it requires faith. There are two remedies for despair. One natural and one supernatural. The natural remedy for despair is to just keep going. You just keep putting one foot in front of the other and you just keep going. Don't give up. The supernatural remedy is to call upon the name of your Savior, the name of Jesus, who is the only one who can and will save you.
but it requires patience. Patience, which means the willingness to suffer. That's what the word patientia means. In Latin, it means to suffer. To be patient is to be willing to suffer in order to see the end. Because despair proceeds from a certain selfishness and a certain self-interestedness that is concerned only about ending my pain, my suffering, my hurt, and is not concerned with those around them, the way to get out of despair is to begin to perform acts of charity for others. Turn your mind away from yourself. Focus on other people and on their suffering, as Anna Maria did. What got her out of that foxhole? The cry of another dying human being. And so her focus switched from a self-piteous concentration on her own pain and suffering to a selfless interest in the suffering of another human being and what they could do, she could do, to alleviate that suffering. So in times of despair, when we feel sharply the sting of our own human weakness and insufficiency, we turn first to our Lord, who is our Savior, and then we turn to the face of our Lord in this world, which is that of our family and our friends and our neighbors around us. And we see what we can do to alleviate their suffering. And we begin to practice acts of charity. And before long, we forget that we were ever in pain to begin with. God does not lead anyone into the desert of suffering whom he will not ultimately deliver into the promised land of his salvation. The cross is always followed by the resurrection. Always. And for now you must bury your bear your cross and carry it in patience and long-suffering. But it will not last forever. And if you are faithful, and if you place your hope not in your own strength, but in the grace of your Savior, you will see your salvation and the salvation of all of those whom you love. God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen.